Welcome back to Small State. Uh, big takes. I forgot what episode we're on because we took a week off because we are not committed to the job. And opening take for the other guy that is still not here, Stephen O'Scott. Not here, but we've got the three of us. We've got Josh. We've got Gilly. How we doing? I know we had a week off, but you know, I had to travel for work. Just wanted to go to sleep when I landed in Texas. It was fucking hot. So we're back. Everybody's here almost. And we're ready to put together a killer episode for the people because they've been asking. They won't stop asking. <laughs> That's Honestly, true. you're already telling lies because one of us already deals with heat every single day. By choice. You know, I guess by <laughs> choice. You're just setting up a, a proper excuse here, and I, I don't like it. I mean, ten hours of traveling—it's—it's it's, is a lot in one day for mm-hmm. me, especially. And then when I land down in Texas, it's 109. Like I'm not built for that. I'm a weenie. I—I I can't handle that. Weenie, huh, Junior? And I also <laughs> like don't have the recording software on my laptop, so. Also not an excuse. I've done it before. That's true. You have. Me too. That's true. That's okay. We're just running out of excuses here. We're just... <laughs> no. I'm just going to mean... straight up say I'm sorry. That's, that's, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But I get that, though. You check into, like, a, a hotel for work, and you're just like, you just want to, I don't know, veg out kind of and just relax. Sometimes was... hotel bed, it's different when you're just like. <sighs> Let me say, I was very nervous about the bed. It was probably one of the best beds I've ever slept in. I like all three nights whenever I got back to my room. Instant knockout. It was unbelievable. Really? King's no, yes, but where, where are we staying here? Was this a huh? La Quinta? Was this a Marriott? What, what were we doing? Uh, you know, maybe we can take that conversation offline. But it was, <laughs> uh, it was, <laughs> uh, it, you know, it they, sounds like uh, a Best Western. If you want to take it offline, I don't uh, know. It was unbelievable. Oliver doesn't want to show his money. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I just went where they told me to go, and I was very happy with it. Sounds like sounds like you were living large. I was trying, man. Had a good time. Um, but how'd you handle the heat, though? Realistically, where, it was you... it was legit. Yeah. Like I I stepped outside, and it was just like you got you get hit in the face with a heat wave. I don't know how hot it is in Florida. I think it's a little cooler than it is in Texas, but. Not by much. You're probably still pushing like mid nineties every day, right? Every day. Yeah. yeah. By like seven in the morning. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah, it, it was hot and like I'm sitting there in the car, like on the way to the office and stuff, and I'm just like, I'm pretty sure I'm getting sunburned right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I just get that feeling. What what's the shirt situation? Because are you I feel like even in Philly, when it's like high 80s, low 90s, like on any given day, I'm like sweating through shirts and shit. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. like I feel like I walk into places so so where I'm just like, oh no, sweat stains on my chest and everything. Like what are people doing things differently, or am I just like not looking at other people and like thinking this is only happening to me? It's like I don't know. Did everyone else get wicking shirts when I was like not paying attention? 
and just like breathing normally. I don't know. I've been very self-conscious the last couple of weeks from like every shirt is just like, I go out for two hours. I come back just like front sweat, just down my, probably my, you know, my chest hair. I feel like that's where the sweat really lingers. Maybe I just need to wax. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm like 30 minutes outside pulling weeds or cutting grass and I have to change my shirt because it's fucking drenched. I'm like, God damn. I don't remember ever sweating this much like the past as as much as much as I do in the past couple of years, especially this year. So like, man, sweat machine. I used to think sweat was cool, too, because usually like sport wise, you're playing ball or something. You're like, oh, yeah, got a sweat going. Like, got a good sweat in. Not a cool. Like, yeah, (laughs) I've been been working out. I've been balling. It's like, no, not anymore. It's like I went to Trader Joe's. Why do I look like I just (laughs) played a nine inning baseball game? I honestly don't sweat at all. You're built for the heat, man. TMI or that's what? Cool. But I mean, cool. yeah, it's kind of weird. Not gonna lie. You kind of concerning. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Cold blooded. Yeah, you're just built for it, yes. man. Been traveling here all my life. That was what was uh, I was getting ready for? I guess. I guess so. Or is there a deodorant hack that you know you're not telling us about? What's going on? I do use like what is that? I forgot. I think it's Dove Clinical. Dude, you're a Dove guy, huh? Really? Yeah, Dove, is, Dove, Dove is Dove is too. great. I oh, just this is over. I ran out of it. Old Spice yeah. is making me itch. I don't know. I need Old it Spice. Know. I'm so anti Old Spice. It's crazy that I've gotten like really bad rashes from Old Spice. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I recommend Harry's if you haven't given it a shot. Oh, okay. They they do a lot of shaving stuff too, right? Yes, they do, but they do do it as well. And I've had good success. I think this prompts great conversation. Um, with our other text conversation we had together the other day with uh, Vineyard Vines. Oh yeah, things that are just like a need, like a go to, you know, or a need nowadays. Yeah, like kind of, yeah. That was. I wish I didn't do it because now, now so I'm probably for felt... premise for premise for listeners. Oliver texted us in the group chat and was like, "Uh, well, you said you were surrounded by stores in Texas, and you were like, was Vineyard Vines one of those? Was that why? Yeah, Vineyard Vines is one of them. There's a, a bunch of. It's basically like a big, you know, outlet type." thing i i don't know it's kind of unique i've never seen really something huge enormous plaza street i I don't really know how to describe it but there were shops everywhere it's very cool it was like a downtown newport was a little bit smaller in a giant plaza and really hot you know Mm. so like just shops everywhere restaurants everywhere and uh i forgot to bring shorts silly like i brought gym shorts you know like casual gym wear short attire but you know you're going out to dinner with your you 20 other co-workers don't really want to wear like a t-shirt and and gym shorts right but uh i yeah so i stopped that for whatever reason i picked vineyard vines and i walked out with two pairs of shorts a big dent in my bank account but now i i don't know i don't think i can go back yeah, I mean so, that's the problem uh, yeah. with it. It's, it's <laughs> they are, super expensive. Yeah. Super expensive. But like I 
that is like a thing I ask for during like Christmas now, you know, like, or for my birthday, like get me a new pair of pants, get me uh, a polo, get me something like I just, I wear it all the time every day at work. So, I mean, it's kind of business casual at universal too. So like, I have to like dress the part kind of, you know? Yeah. Those, the vineyard vines, I think it's like breaker is like the type and they're stretch pants. Those yes. are like game changers. Those are the ones. Well, like, they have those for shorts too. I think whatever yeah, shorts yeah. I got are awesome. And yeah. now they're like the only ones I want. Didn't get any pants. And I don't know if I'll ever get a shirt because I don't know if I can wear the shirt with the little vineyard vines, basic, basic well? frat, frat kid logo. Whale. No, I don't know. I don't know it's, it's I'm, the best. I don't know yeah. if I can do that to what myself. You then? You what, what's your, what logo are you looking for then? Um, none, none, none in particular. No. Just specifically not conforming to that. You just are associating logoed shirts with prep. I mean, basically. you associate most logos with something, do you not? Um, I don't associate a golf polo that has a Red Sox logo as preppy. I don't either. I okay, but the vineyard. So just because logo it's like very a, a, a fratty. So just because it's an artistic logo, you consider it fratty? No, it's not what the logo is in itself. It's what it's what it stands for. Take a look yeah. at that. I mean, Ooh, look at that. Mine's t-shirt. That's pretty look, cool. So you're calling that 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 is <laughs> look at. Look at oh, what you know Gilly, what I'm I, talking about. You know, no, I, I know, you know what I'm talking about. No, and you know what I don't. I'm trying to I need say. you to explain. You're just it. trying to just trying to manipulate me into getting the shirt. Yeah, because you know what? The first time you golf in Vineyard Vines, you're going to blow your mind. Well, I I also golf in Vineyard Vines. I do everything in Vineyard Vines. (laughs) I have Vineyard Vines t-shirts now. Give us an ad. I will be the guy. I will do the ad myself. (laughs) And just talk about my daily Vineyard Vines wear. That's no free ads. No free ads. Yeah, but I yeah, guess. Let's get back to that there. part. There's no free ads, but if there were to be ads, maybe so you'd be interested. That, so the big V and Dove. <laughs> I'm out on Dove, though. No. Have you even tried? Of course. I've, I've tried a lot of different deodorants in my time. Dove Clinical, though. I'm out on Clin- Dove. Clinical protection. I'm, out. I'm telling you. To try it. Don't need to. Philly, the deodorant scene is too unpredictable. You go into a CVS and it's just like you don't know what you're going to have. And then you also, every single thing, you have to press a button for someone to come over to for like different sections. So it's it's kind of annoying. So you have to be really committed to be like, am I really buying this right now? You can't just like look at it and be like, eh, no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not in the market for a deodorant right now. But if I ever do, I'll I'll consider your request. What kind of scent points. are you working with with Harry's? You seem like a wood, um, a wood-based scent kind of guy. The redwood one is good, not gonna lie. That's what I default you to. Would be if, if mahogany, if the fig one is not there, which it fig. never is. The fig one is hey, it is what it is. Are you just walking around Don't. smelling like a fig Newton? No, more more so like fig. Fig Newton smell got a little crust smell to him. But you ever just like have a jar of fig 
No. That's what my pit no. smell like. <laughs> you don't like fig? I like fig. I, I know what the fig tree smells I, I like. I could not tell you what a fig, fig. smells like. Oh, fig's delicious. You guys got to, yeah, you got to experiment a little bit with your spreads. I don't know. I'm oh, allergic okay. to it. I guess I guess you're right. I have had fig. Are you allergic to fig? No, I don't. I don't know what I'm allergic to, bro. I'm allergic to a lot of stuff that I'm just finding out. So, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've kind of known about like a set of things for like five years now. It's like kiwi, pomegranate, um, okay, stuff like that. Fruit. Guava, yeah, a couple fruits, yeah. But in my opinion, you're not really missing too much there. They're like kind of niche. No, dude. Guava. Have you ever had guava orange juice? Like a mix? Guava juice and orange juice? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, mix. Yep. It's like the best thing on earth, yet I throw up for 13 hours. So it's not awesome, but it's the best taste ever. It's, yeah. Street guava is too much because I feel like street guava Mm -hmm. is like, it's a it's a thick liquid. It's almost milky where it's like, you're like, I've, I've gotten it thinking. I'm like, Oh, this will be sick. I'll make a margarita with it or something. And it's just like, God, I don't know. A little too much. It tastes great. And I like guava in general as a fruit is a game changer. I remember actually <laughs> fun fact when I was in Cuba, I don't know how, but all of a sudden everyone, we were staying in this city where we stayed with families. Um, and I did not speak Spanish. There's a bunch of people that did, but somehow I got like left alone as one of the last spots. Cause I just like, wasn't speaking up and I got like, I'm just living with this family for like a, I think one or two nights and they fed me though. And in the morning, every morning I'd have like whole guava and it was so good. It was so fresh. And I was just like, had no idea what they were saying. Just like piecing together. just very little. Just like, uh, they had to call over an uncle. <laughs> To like translate to, it's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know <laughs> what you're telling me. And they would just be like, the bathrooms around the corner, or like whatever it was. Donde está el baño? Where is the bathroom? I thought I thought it was fine until I was on my own. I was like, oh no, this is not. <laughs> Did you take any Spanish in school at all? No, I was a French kid. No, took oh. a little bit of French class. My last Spanish was like what, fifth grade? Oh yeah. man, is that crazy? That's that's they need to fix that. They need to like make you do a little bit of both, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I took five years of Spanish, so and two years of French in college, so I'm a little mixed on that. But it's cool. <laughs> I, I like. So I had that experience like when I went over to France. And I had to ask for two tickets to Marne Laval. I was like, dude, BA, uh, Marne Laval. It was like the most broken, simplest <laughs> thing you could say. And she was like, uh, je suis American, or no, to, to something, okay. je suis, yeah, some, you're American, right? Yeah. And I said, uh, we, I almost said C, actually. And it's <laughs> funny, I almost did it again, but I said we, and, um, She's like, here you go. Here's two tickets. <laughs> she <laughs> spoke perfect English. And I was like, oh, yeah. French are funny. They have, they have very little patience. Yeah. Like but if not, you try, I realized if you try, it's, it's better. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Shout wow, out to this... Europe. No free ads, but shout out to Europe. Right. 
this conversation took a big swing. Yeah, I checked out a little bit ago, actually. Sorry, <laughs> because you're stupid shorts, Oliver. I don't want to. <laughs> I didn't bring up the shorts. Josh did. Hey, you know, people that wear vineyard vines are like 20 times more likely to give another fuck about the next conversation. I'm just saying. Interesting. I'm just kidding. Interesting, just interesting. Kidding. Interesting, interesting, interesting. How about the Red Sox? Sox. Taking two against the Mets. Boston Red Sox. Solid baseball team. Playoff team? Yep. You believe? Buyers? I still believe. Uh, The only thing that is, like, annoying is that the Astros and Jays are both, like, hot right now. So even though Red Sox been playing good ball, not necessarily getting rewarded for it. Which kind of sucks, but. Two full games back as of right now. Yeah, two games back in the lost column too, so like nothing too weird about it or or anything. Just gotta, just gotta keep winning ball games though, and and I think uh, let's see their upcoming schedule this week. Oh shit! I can't believe they lost the series against the A's. That really screwed them. I think that was that was tough. They would have been in a little better position right now, but. You know, like I said two weeks ago, if they play 750 ball, man, it's it's very attainable. Very attainable. Yeah, so. not going to lie. Kind of a, a tough swing here. You have two against the Braves this week, and then you travel to San Francisco, who's kind of slumping. And then you go from San Francisco to Seattle with no off day. Um Seattle's kind of average, but they still have really good pitching, so you need the hitting to show up. And then you come back home, and here's where you got to take advantage from August 4th on. Three against Toronto, who you've dominated this year. Four against Kansas City. Three against Detroit. Four against the Nationals. Like, that stretch, you need to just you need house. to really dominate right there in that stretch, I think, to put yourself in a good position. I think that just tells the Red Sox at the deadline – they need to go get the people that will just allow them to do that. Exactly. You know, cause once you go into like mid September, right. It starts to get a little harder. If I'm not mistaken. The schedule. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the schedule in September's it, it's, it's not, decent. it's not easy. You've got, You've got Tampa, Baltimore, Yankees, Jays, Rangers, White Sox, Rays, Baltimore. So, like, really, the White Sox will be completely checked out by then. But nobody else, like, everybody else is going to be fighting. Everybody else is in. Yeah. Right? So, you you have to get pieces because the deadline's the first, right? 31st. 31st. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you have those games after – or in August, clean house. Just get the people you need to clean house and then be semi-competitive in the stretch. Because if you can take the, the wins against the Yankees, if you can maybe scrounge up a series against Tampa, you're in pretty good position, pretty good position going into the end of it. Well, the trade um, deadline Especially is, with Texas, too. It is in one on week. Schedule. 
So let's do a little trade deadline game. And who in, in this next week, who's the biggest name you guys think will be traded? Out of all the teams? Hey, just in general, not Red Sox specific. They go for me. I think he I think he you goes. Think I do. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think I it's don't. stupid for executives not to. I mean, if there is even a faint chance, and I know like we all talked about it, right? That Otani's market would kind of thrive on the West Coast because of the Japanese culture, Japanese fandom. It's closer to them. We've all said that stuff before. But if you're an executive, why wouldn't you go after something more when you know you can still make a pitch afterwards? I mean, all Otani wants to do is win, win, win. That is what he is. He, he wants uh, between the goals that he sets for himself and, and otherwise, he wants to like go out and win a World Series. I mean, yeah, he, he plays for a team for two months and maybe he goes after one. He's going to He's gonna love every bit of it, but I don't think it's gonna hinder where he signs. I don't. Yeah. Just depends on if the Angels are motivated to do it though, because it's like if Trout's hurt, if they trade Otani, it's like what do they have? You're gonna, you're gonna have uh Anthony Rendon on every game program for the rest of the season and be like, sorry guys. <laughs> so like that yeah. that's the only tricky thing. So it would need to be a haul, but it's like you need to get back give a like... haul. You need to be like, wait, we're either contenders and he's gonna help us win it all or a combination of that and then like we think we can get him which i you wonder who to, the real contenders are of like signing him in the offseason yeah i think you need you need to get like a soto-esque package yeah like that, a soto package I, and i know huge. soto is what uh you're soto you get one they got one full year two full two like they got two and a half years of juan soto and they got josh bell and they got brandon jury right like they got they gave up a lot, but I mean, you've got to get those guys that are close to major league ready. And then the guy, a guy like James Wood, who has crazy, crazy upside, right? Like that's what you, there's not many teams that have that type of stuff ready to go that are contending. Like the Orioles have a bunch of fucking prospects, but I'd sure. be, I'd be blown the fuck away if the Orioles ponied up and traded for Otani. If that would I think be wild. they, be I so think cool. they should. I think it would be awesome if they did that. Like that team is already fun and good and and like young. You throw Otani on that team, man, they are something else. Especially because yeah. I, I don't really know who they would have to give up. They probably would have to give up one of those guys that they just called up, like the Cowsers or one of those guys. Not Gunner. I don't think Gunner would have to be part of it. But yeah, or Jordan, what's his name? The Westberg. Westberg. Yeah. yeah. Like they'd have to give up one of those guys and maybe Grayson or something like that to get him. Uh, I would do it if I was an Orioles fan. Like as long as you get to keep Gunner and Adley, I think you basically give away anybody. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. I just think, I mean, not that I think he's going to go to the AL East to finish this year, but he's a 6.8 war guy. And if you like that stuff, that directly correlates to a contention at the division. And if, you know, he's a back, if he's, he would be an ace starter as well as a dominant hitter in your lineup. 
but let's just say you he goes to Baltimore. I mean, it instantly improves a team that's already out in front. I mean, I hope that doesn't happen. I never want to see him really in a Orioles uniform because that would be just disgusting. But I think it's so I, weird, cool. <laughs> I mean, he would be that type of guy to just go to a team that is coasting uh, and not give a damn about what the market's like. He just wouldn't care. I don't think he's that type of superstar. Well, he not, doesn't have that mentality. Not signing that. I'm talking no, like but we trade like. like- like he yeah, could I, get traded there, and he doesn't have a say where he gets traded right now. Uh, yeah, Will he resign true. there? I, no, he's not going to resign just, there. But I kind of just thought he would. I always think about those guys and having no trades like automatically. But I guess you're right. Like he doesn't have a say. I, I don't know. I I think Otani. There's no way Otani doesn't move, especially if the Angels are out. The Angels are completely out, and they see no path. To a playoff push, that's they have the to sell. Little, they have they're to not sell. Hot. They're not hot, but they're like one of six out of their last ten. Like they're doing just enough to be like, and they've got, <laughs> and they've got a series against uh, the the Tigers right now. So like you can see them kind of rattling off three wins here against the Tigers. Uh, they don't have any of their good pitch. Uh, Griffin Canning, Patrick Sandoval, Chase Silseth, but like it's the Tigers, you know. They should be able to take care of business there and at least take two out of three and then go to they then they go to Toronto. I mean, like if they go like five and one here in these next and this week, Maybe. it's gonna be hard to trade them because now you're sitting like that series against Toronto for them's big because they take if hypothetically. I don't think they will sweep Toronto, but if they do go in and sweep Toronto, you just gain three spots on the leading wild card team. Now you're one game out of the wild card race. Are you going to trade Otani if you're one game out of the wild card race? I don't think so. so like it all depends too. If if they really think that they have a chance to sign him in the off season, which yeah. I feel like they still do, and they're like, because I mean, I don't know. You still have Trout. It's like you you haven't done anything for him, but like if you bring Otani and you're like, hey. You can you can play GM with us. Like, who do you want on the team with us? Yeah. With you? like, you know what I mean? Like, he probably has that type of sway, right? It's just it's tough to see who else would go in on him. To be honest, that's why. Like, I don't know if I see a trade because if the Yankees were again, they're still in contention. They're same record as the Red Sox, right? So it's like they're they're very much in the mix still. But if they were a bit up in the standings, I wouldn't be shocked if they were a player. But I mean, Baltimore and Tampa probably not. Toronto, that feels weird. I don't think that they would do that. Um, the AL Central teams, I don't think any of them should try to get Otani. And then the AL West, it's like, even if the Rangers are interested, I feel like that would take even more for the Angels to be like, all right, we're going to trade you in the division. I don't um, think the Rangers have the, the pieces team. anyways. No, they don't. No, you're probably right. And then the, the NL is like kind of similar thing where it's like for rentals, Who's really like the Braves are good enough as is. They probably don't even have the pieces unless they wanted to give up one of their studs that's like playing at the major league level. Yeah, like um, Michael Harris and even, someone else. Yeah, like I the best chance in the or maybe the the giant weird weird landscape this year. Yeah, it's it it is weird because it's not like the Dodgers 
are the threat that they usually are. They're still a threat, but they're not like 110 wins just out ahead of everybody. Like they've got problems over there. They've they're throwing out guys that aren't ready to pitch at the major league level every three or four days. Like do they, and they always have a good farm system, but do they, do they have an Otani type of package they could scrum up together? I I don't know. If, like just to go switch switch teams in the same city, it's tough. I just don't really see a a landing a glaringly obvious landing spot for him right now in the deadline. And okay, we are back. Um, we're not was not paying attention to the time warning on the Zoom call, so memory serves we were talking all tiny destinations um realistic unrealistic whatever but aside from him trade deadline talk let's take Altani out of the picture best player traded at the deadline and to where give me the big takes that's what we're here for they people are here for big takes so let me hear them i i'm gonna go crazy I'm going to say either I think it's more likely to be Paul Goldschmidt, but I could see Nolan Arenado too. I think. You think so? I think so. I think there's a chance. I think the Cardinals have been weird where at first they were like, we're not selling. And then they're like, we're considering it. And now all of a sudden they're saying, well, we're going to go forward with this core, which makes me wonder if they're like been underwhelmed by offers initially, but a team like the Phillies, that could be interesting for Paul Goldschmidt. That'd be a good fit. Again, I know people, Harper at first is cool, but I don't know how tangible that is long-term. Reese Hoskins is a free agent after the season. He's a fan favorite, but at the same time, Goldschmidt, he can still play, but do the Cardinals really want to pay what he's going to cost? Slash, do they just want to add an asset or two? Goldschmidt so. and Philly would, he would bang. That would be cool, right? He would be bang a... there. Yeah, I agree. So that's that's my name. What do you guys right, think? That's a big take. I, um... Josh, do you have, do you have one in mind? Uh, I mean, I'm horrible at recalling that stuff. I'm just gonna throw that out there. But a little Heathcliff Slocum, a little local talk. That was for Baratech and. Uh, Derek Lowe. That is crazy when you think about it. Did you know um, Derek Lowe is a good immaculate grid answer for a lot of things? Because he like sneakily hopped around a little bit after the Red Sox. He was a Dodger, wasn't he? Dodger, Yankee, Mariner, Red Sox. I might be missing one. But I remember one time. One time there was a, a Dodger Yankee square and I did Derek Lowe. I was, I was very proud one. of myself. It's a good one. It was a pull. That's, that's one that people don't think about too. Yeah. Actually, today's Immaculate Grid. I don't know if you guys did it, but they're Red Sox Yankees, right? Yeah, Stephen Drew, one percenter. Oh, how about Mark Bellhorn? Five <laughs> percenter. Oh, Mark Bellhorn. That's another, yeah. I forgot about nice. Mark Bellhorn. 
I loved him. I loved him way more than I should have. He was so he, like I was like aware that he was mediocre, but I was like, this guy. He was, was below crazy. mediocre. He was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that one uh one playoff one series. What was that? The ALCS one year? He was just like unconscious. Yeah. Josh, you got a name that's gonna be traded or what? What this deadline? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking all time. Oh no, like right now. Who's <laughs> Right now, I'm biggest... just oh man. Besides um, Otani, prediction. Ish. Blake Snell. If if this were yesterday, I kind of would have agreed with you, but yeah, man, I know they, they just came out and said that they don't want to trade Snell or Hater, which I think is a mistake on there, and I think they should trade both those guys to get you know, beef up that prospect uh, pool in, in their system that they just traded away for Soto, but what do I know? Yeah. I don't believe it, though. I don't believe one thing that the Padres actually say. That's fair. That's mine. <laughs> okay. I don't mind that. Um, That's interesting. I wonder what he's worth, because he's another one that's like tricky, because he's, he's hot right now, right? It's one of the yeah, best pitchers in baseball, but do you trust him? He's been hot for a while. He's been hot for a while, though. No, that's true. He, well, he had a slow start, but like since the middle of May, he's been filthy. No, that's that's fair. That's where I mean James Paxton, not to the same degree, but like he's another one. If the Red Sox were selling, I wonder what they'd actually get for him. I bet they could get us a, a a borderline top one hundred guy for him. Think so? Yeah, he looks like a Diamondback. Diamondback? And James Paxson to the Diamondbacks? They need a pitcher. They sure do, but so do we. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pitchers? I think, even though I'm I'm not his biggest fan, I'm still gung-ho on that Giolito will be traded, and he might be the best best arm moved, best uh, starting arm. If... David Bednar is traded. He might be the best player traded at the deadline. I will say, I don't know why the Pirates mm. would do that, though. I don't either. I feel like his name always gets tossed around, and I'm always like, I don't, I don't see it. But that would be you're you're right though, because he's controlled for like what three or four more years, and he's he's so good. He just he's doesn't so good opportunities. He got a lot of them early on. He did. That's why Connor was talking shit early on in the fantasy baseball season. I was like, oh, you watch come. <laughs> Two months from now, when he's got like five more saves than he does now. <laughs> and that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. Now, Julito is a good, good yeah, that, that is probably, that's probably the most likely right answer. In my opinion. Because I, I, I don't think they're going to find a, a, get an offer good enough to give up uh, Cease or Robert. Definitely not Robert. I, that would be Robert. Sorry. Uh, that would be very, very silly, in my opinion, to trade him. But Cease, I could see them listening to, but I don't think they'll end up doing it. Yeah. I feel like a very popular trade, ironically enough, the team we were talking about before, the Orioles, people keep predicting like they'll land Dylan Cease, which would be kind of interesting. And that You know what? That would kind of make sense for a team like the Orioles that's like, we're probably not going to pay you a ton. We don't know, like with an Otani thing, it's like they're not going to sign him realistically just because they don't spend. But Cease, get him for a couple of years. Maybe you work out an extension or something. What's but... Cease, this year and next year? 
I think or does he have one more? Double check here. I think uh, ceases this year and next year. I think so too. I'm, I'm double checking. Spot track's taking a while to load. I mean, I'm still in on Jack Flaherty. That was my own mind, though. Yeah, to the Red Sox, you still want Flaherty? I would, I, I, I would I do. take him. I think he fits the role of what you need. Like he's not gonna, it's not gonna cost you anything too crazy. Oh, Cease is 2025 too. Wow. Yeah. Really. So that would that would be a. Plus that, that's why I think that's another reason why I don't think that they're really looking to trade him because I think they want to just go around and compete again next year. True. Um, on the note of the White Sox, I just randomly was like, oh, I wonder if like what his contract looks like. I kind of forgot. You guys remember what Yon Moncada's like deal is? Oh, He's... no. Is it bad? I mean, it's not great. Like it was a five year, 70 million dollar contract, which doesn't sound terrible. But it was like really backloaded. So he's making 17 million this year, uh, <laughs> 17.8, 24 million next year. And then it's a club option the following year for 25 million. But I was just wondering, I was like, is there, like, you know what I mean? Like a guy like that, it's like, yeah, you could see him getting dealt. But on that contract, yeah, probably not. Probably not. And they gave Ben and you get him like a, a decent contract too. And he has like one home run this year. Yeah, that contract is going to age terribly. Yeah. Very bad. I was talking all that shit about Nimmo, but like at least he's good. Yeah. I don't really like him, but um, man, I was wrong about that one. I think. I think Yoshida was still the signing of the offseason, though. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, and they got clowned for it. Any other moves? That you, do you guys actually think the Red Sox are going to buy, or you think that they're just going to like pitter patter and be like, uh, do their little in between bullshit, where maybe they trade Duvall, but then they get a couple other small pieces? Like, what do you what do you guys really think that they're going to do? I don't think it's going to be anything different than what we've seen the past couple of seasons with with Bloom. Think about two years ago, everybody wanted. I can't remember who they wanted, like. But then they traded for Kyle Schwarber, who was hurt and didn't play for a month, and then came back and was was awesome. Yeah. Last year was definitely more awkward because you like traded Christian Vasquez, but then you traded for Reese McGuire. Like your team on paper kind of got a little bit better. I can't remember who else they traded for. Uh, didn't they trade for like a reliever or two at the deadline? The Red Sox did last year. So like you upgraded your bullpen a little bit. Your lineup basically stayed the same. Maybe they traded for a starting pitcher. I can't remember. I don't know why I can't remember, but I feel like it's going to be like that, but a little bit more assertive on the buying side. Like if they trade away anybody, I think it would only be Duvall. I don't think they're going to trade Paxton. And they're really going to play that game of, oh, we've got Story and Sale and Schreiber and all these guys coming off the IL like that. Those are reinforcements, which I get. Cause like those are legit reinforcements. Trevor story coming back with a robotic arm. Like that's a legit addition. John Schreiber. Okay. Like I, I'm going to need to see him get back to last year, John Schreiber, because he didn't look that great at the beginning of this year. Maybe he was hurt, whatever. Chris sale. 
was looking great until he got hurt, but how's he going to come back off an arm injury? I don't know. Not really banking on it. I like Josh's plan. Give me a back-end starter that can just eat innings. Give me Jack Flaherty so we don't have to run out a bullpen game and Caleb Ward every five days. Like We need some stability in the back end of that rotation, I think. I don't think you want to mess up Pavetta right now. He's been so good at what he's doing. I do think that they're going to pull trigger on on something kind of kind of weird, not really splashy, but enough to solidify themselves as like a playoff push contender, if that makes sense. Kind of smart, smart buying slash whatever. Which... Yeah, like you don't, you're they're not going to make a big splash. You're not going to trade Meyer or Raffaello or or. I don't even think they'll trade Nick York, even though he's in every single trade package. Every Twitter Red Sox fan has ever is Nick York is the headliner. They want they're running him out of town. What's uh, funny is I don't think teams like want him. I you know what I mean? It's not like it's right. like, oh man, like, he's so like it's not like the Gilman Moncada Benintendi days when they were coming up in the sale trade, or it's like, oh, of course, you gotta include him in any realistic trade. It's like, no, he's just like quietly good, but like no one's clamoring for him. My favorite thing today was when the red when that announcement came out about the Reds, uh, we're looking to trade Jonathan India, which would be cool, yes, but immediately it was, I trade Nick York and X Y and Z for <laughs> Jonathan. They're literally trading away a second baseman. They don't. The reason they're trading is because they have too many middle infielders. They don't want Nick York. I promise yeah, you. They need exactly. pitching. They don't need. They it. need pitching badly. Like. They're throwing, they're still starting Luke Weaver every fifth day. That guy's got like a nine ERA in like 15 starts. Like he's terrible. That but was tough. I streamed him in the league uh, this on Sunday. It was tough. Yeah. He, he had like his right best start, of the, he had, he had like his he best start his... of the season this year on Sunday. He went like four and a third with three earned runs. And we were <laughs> like, you know what? As a Reds fan, I'll take that from Luke Weaver. <laughs> but he was like, not, he wasn't crying on the bench, but he like, they had a long shot. It was like a 10 second long, like just cut of like him just like looking sad on the bench with his head down. It was like, Oh, this is just classic. But I, I yeah. do have like the Red Sox moves from last year to refresh our memories pulled okay. up. Um, we traded uh Deakman to the White Sox for Reese McGuire. That was it. a major W trade. That was, which at the time I was like, what are we doing? Like, I don't know. I kind of, I did like Deakman, uh, but he was so bad for the Red Sox though. Yeah. I was going to say now he's, now he's done, done too. Right. Um, Christian Vasquez to the Astros, obviously for Valdez and Willier Abreu. Um, then we got Tommy Pham for a player to be named later. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham was, and he was, Tommy Pham was like your best hitter the last two months. Yeah, and then the last last minor trade was uh the, the money trade of getting Hosmer, um, oh, <laughs> and a couple of random prospects for basically <laughs> sorry to right. Josh Jay Groom believer, but he was yeah it's it okay. was Hosmer so forgettable man it felt like for eight years Hosmer was destined to be in Boston and then he was and boom he was terrible very bad with the Cubs too. Yeah, if you can't make it on the Cubs in 2023, yeah, time to hang him up. Is he a free agent? I don't think I he got so. added by anybody after the Cubs DFA'd him. That's he's not crazy. like playing triple A anywhere. He's only 33. What the hell? I know, but he's washed up. No, I know, I know. It's just, it's just crazy, especially like first few years of his career. He'd be like, oh yeah, this guy's got a skill set that's gonna play forever. <laughs> What's what's the difference of actually on paper, 
Eric Hosmer or John Olrude? Who's the better? Like, is it? Have I we just like, advanced? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think they might be pretty similar, but it's just like the era was like Eric Hosmer could have played for 25 years if he wanted to, like Olrude, but <laughs> I don't know. I'd love to see those two go head to head. Olrude, rest in peace. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while. It's true. Uh, I hope that his family should start a scholarship or something. Yeah, for real. I guess Old Rue is better than I'm giving him credit for. I'm looking at his stats right now. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Yeah, he was pretty good. You know, he had 167 WRC plus season. Yeah. He's pretty good. Pretty good baseball player. All right. That's that's fair. That's I feel like Hosmer in my head was good when he was young, but maybe not. Yeah, not as good. He was good, but not that good. Um, any uh miscellaneous topics you guys wanted to get to this week? Anything on your mind? What's uh what's the the Barbie and Oppenheimer feelers for you boys? Have you guys seen any? You going to? No plans? Um I don't think so. No. Josh, man, I would want to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, but uh, Maybe. I don't know. I, and I, I'd want to see it in IMAX. Like that's what's touted, right? <laughs> I mean, it's I heard like it's like IMAX too, right? I didn't realize yeah. that IMAX. I heard it's like uh, it's like breaking some of the reels too, which is absolutely insane. <laughs> that is wild if it's true. I don't know. But... I feel like that's topical right now. I did see Barbie. Barbie was good, pretty solid, but I got to see Oppenheimer. Be right. I kind of want to yeah. see an IMAX too. I don't have a burning desire to see either. I like Christopher Nolan though. That's why. Yeah. Killian but... Murphy, good guy. True. It's a good guy. Shout out to Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> My, uh, it's I've gotta a, be one of the more like recognizable actor roles out there, right? It's just like he's not like people don't know his name; they just know him as Tommy Shelby. You know, that's true. There are some people like that out there, but that's gotta be up there for for that, right? Yeah, I'd say so. That's uh, you know, tell you what, my dad doesn't like a lot of TV. That's one of his favorite like shows ever, where he's just like Peaky Blind. I never years. actually. There's a, we have like a family I never friend. Finished it. Does an accent? I oh, really? Sound like yeah, you I sound like me. That. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened with that because, like, it's not. It's not a long watch. There's only like six episodes a season, right? So, like, you you can literally fucking kind of flies, zoom, yeah. Zoom through it. It's also good too. I feel like it doesn't like it, it doesn't really, really good. slow down. It's just kind of like boom, everything's good. I would say the first season is a little slow because you gotta pick up on a lot of stuff of like what's going on and like you know like oh they're rigging horse races okay I get it now I get what they're doing yeah but nice. after that like yeah it's just like fucking thug life. Sure. I've watched like two episodes. <laughs> so I still know him from that though. Yeah, but I think I it's funny. Like... like, I also think Walter White is one of them, even though Brian Cranston's like in a lot of shit. I feel like mm-hmm. 
that was the big breakout role even like i said even though he was in shit before that and after that but yeah like walter white and jesse pinkman i feel like those are two people do they should they most of them probably know the name but not to the tommy shelby extent because they're he's not like in a bunch of other shit but like brian cranston is in a bunch of shit true but like if you go into my head i don't know if i could think of that many brian cranston things that he's been in otherwise other than i feel like godzilla is the first thing that comes to mind which that wasn't even a good well, movie. he was in malcolm in the middle true true and recurring role in seinfeld true the anti-dentite or the, yep. the dentist i guess mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Those are the two other roles that come to my mind with him. Anyways, but still, that's like a that's like a thirty year gap of <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's just like late eighties to <laughs> to twenty tens. Yeah, he, he was definitely in shit, but I don't know. I guess George Costanza is a good one. He's not in much other shit after that. Yeah, you're right. Or Kramer, like true. Kramer might be for other reasons, though. Yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Jason Alexander. I mean, it's just tough with Jason Alexander. I feel like it's tough. He's just just such a unique look too. where it's just like that's that's George. Right. Josh know. knows. No. <laughs> sure. No. Tell you what, Ross. What, Frank, what the hell yeah, is yeah, it? true. I mean, Jennifer Aniston, too. Let's just okay, be totally honest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's, she's the one in, exception to the friends. Yeah. Yeah. She's no, but like, yeah, things. she's in she's in a million things. But what do you know her as? Right, but it's not. Yeah, I guess that's their main thing. But like, yeah. I mean, it, I, the one, the two that come to my mind are Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen. Like, so Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark, right? So I'm a Marvel nerd. I love Marvel. They're in Marvel, so like I can name that off the top of my head. But I couldn't tell you another fucking thing they're in. That's a good point. A lot of the uh, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones people are like yeah. that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of those shows that. Yeah, it's yeah, a good point. There's Doug a little bit. Even Sophie Turner, it's like I couldn't name one thing that Sophie Turner was in after Game of Thrones, but she's yeah. still a name. Not if you yeah. count if you don't count uh chugging beers at Rangers games. That's all I think of uh <laughs> yeah. Sophie Turner, which is like which is sick, but like not really. Yeah, not and marrying Nick Jonas or whatever he Jonas did. she married. Joe, Joe, I think. I don't yeah, know. Nick Nick no. Come on. I know my Joe bros. Nick Jonas. Well, okay, listen. To, your sister's um, obsessed. Yeah, so name. you like No, no, I... she she's a One Direction fan. Not a Joe oh. Bros. Oh. Um what's her name? It's Priyanka something, right? Yes, yes, yeah. The actress. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is, is Harry Styles is in Marvel and um I'm here for it. Are there any other like really weird cameos? Like, wasn't Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones? That's really fucking. Oh yeah, yes he was. was. I forgot about that. (laughs) That's really. That was like so unnecessary too. Yeah, exactly. Unnecessary is a good word for it. Like, why? But also, they. I will say, at least it wasn't like too far. I feel like sometimes, like, uh, you guys probably didn't watch that show Euphoria, but what's his? There's a young singer that was in it, and he sang for like five minutes of the show, (laughs) and it was like. What are we doing here? And it was universally like, what the fuck was that? That's and, funny. Uh, so that was like forced. But at least Ed Sheeran is like, oh, that was Ed Sheeran. It kind of like happens quickly. But it was, I wonder if he just like asked to be in it. It's like, that'd be okay. You're like, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Throw me <laughs> in. 
I don't blame him. If I was able to pull it, I would do that too. Be like, sure, give me give me a little cameo. Oh, you guys watch the bear? I have not watched it yet. How is it? Okay, it's good. It's good. No, but the second season, there's like a quick uh little John Mulaney is in it. More than a cameo, he's like. There's like one episode that's like loaded with actors. We're like, what the hell? But that was a that was a random one, at least for watching wise. It was like, holy shit! Like, okay. Owen Wilson's more than a cameo in Marvel, right? I didn't yeah, watch that. Like Loki. Yeah, he's like he's, real... he's Mobius and Mobius. He's he's okay. a big deal. He will be. Really- he'll he'll have a big role too coming up here pretty soon. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got his Funko Pop up on you the do? wall. You do? I do. I do. I got it. See, I'm I'm behind in like the Marvel TV shows and shit. I think I would. I want to. I want to watch a little bit. Try to. Try to catch up to speed. I just recently rewatched the. The Star Wars, or I'm, I'm still still going through it, but I started from episode one, working my way back through. Oh, the actual movies? Yeah, yeah. I, Make I, sure. It's been a while since I watched them like in succession. Yeah, you got to watch um, Return of the Jedi and then Rogue One. Just remember that. Yes. Yeah. No, it's Expert it's tip. You don't have to do anything. You can do whatever you want. You can shut the fuck. Okay, Ollie, you're, you, what's your you're an anti Star Wars or are you just like not? Nah. No, I uh, when I rewatch them, I go four, five, six, one, two, three. Oh, Rogue One, oh, seven, I'm... eight, nine. Yeah, no, I... Rogue One's like the only one. Like, I don't think you need to watch Solo or was what, what was the other one? Wasn't there a, th- a third? Actually, I already fucked that one? up. It's it's after episode three. I was yeah, thinking six because I, I I watched it backwards too. But yeah, no, it's wasn't after there another three. there another one? Not Rogue One, not Solo. Wasn't there a third one? Yeah, very forgettable, I guess. The four is. Uh, Did you guys watch Andor? No, I have not watched Andor. That's part of the reason I kind of like wanted to. I wanted to like refresh oh. my. Andor is fantastic, and you have Ahsoka. The Boba Fett show is really good, I think. Yeah, Boba Fett. Boba Boba Fett. (laughs) Boba Boba Fett is really. You miss him? He's on the table. Hey, true. (laughs) No, I don't want him. Um. Yeah, no, those are really good. I'm actually really pleased with Star Wars in general. Not to get too nerdy, but I actually big take. I like what Star Wars has done, and I'm almost more excited to see what they do with their TV series than Marvel, which is kind of crazy for me. And the only reason why Marvel... I I understand what they're doing, but it's way too much for the casual fan, and they're losing a ton of money. So... I was going to say, that was, that was big recently, when them saying that they're doing... They're going to do less moving forward, right? They're going to do less TV, like less, uh, less streamed series, um, and put a lot more money into their movies. Um, and I agree with it. I just, I think there is room for 
extra content. They just have to do it the right way. I think they're trying to bring in a couple obscure characters that really don't merit uh, a piece of the MCU quite yet. You know, I think if they had this master plan after what is supposed to be Secret Wars, I mean, I'm getting super in-depth now, but what is supposed to be Secret Wars or the second Avengers film in 2025 or six, depending on when it comes out, this would work. This would work. Their whole, what they're doing right now, but it's just too much. Sir? Sir? What's your, what are your favorite Star Wars movies? What's your each individual one? Or if you can pick one ever. I'm a sucker for Hoth, so I love five. Okay. Um, but Return of the Jedi is the best one. The best film. I think. It will always be Revenge of the Sith, Episode Three. I think that's top, definitely top five. But that'll always be my favorite. Just so much uh, ridiculous, badass shit happens in that movie. I think it sets and up that's prime Natalie Portman, which also helps. True. Rue, oh, I saw a, so Taika Waititi is going to be doing the next trilogy of Star Wars. He's going to direct them. And he asked Natalie Portman if she wanted to be in Star Wars. She was like, yeah, I kind of already was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was super funny. Oh, that's not dude, a good didn't start. Even remember. Yeah, dude, you didn't even remember. That's not, but, that's not what you want to hear. Natalie Portman was in like Thor and stuff, so and he directed those. So it's just funny. Thor. Yep, she is Thor in the last Thor. She's Jane Jane Foster, but the mighty Thor. Oh, see, I don't think I saw that one. Okay, that makes more sense. I'm like, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's a lot of people shit on that movie. I absolutely loved it. I loved it. A lot of comic book hints, so I'm all about it. No, I think I probably lean Revenge of the Sith too, realistically for Star Wars. I what's the is the most incorrect take? The Phantom Menace is. I feel like that's like the one yes. that gets shit on the most. It's pretty bad. It's like you can it's tell when people are like not Star Wars fans, and they say that's like I like favorite. I like the the sequels, and like even like that one's bad. I loved. The Phantom Menace. I love the nostalgia. Like I like remembering what it was like to be in the movie theater because the movie theater I went to when I saw it, it was popping. With me and my uncle Tyler, when he was my uncle Tyler, then he um he brought me and my dad there, and dude, people were there with lightsabers and all this shit, <laughs> sitting in the aisles, like dressed up. It was awesome. Like I remember that part of it, but the movie wasn't okay. I feel like Dark Maul is like half the hype. Yeah. Yeah. Double right. lightsaber. Like, yeah. I feel like that was such a move. Like, I don't even know. Like, I feel like the McDonald's toys, like everything was Star Wars at that point. Whereas you didn't even need to like know what was going on to be like to know who Darth Maul was. And also, um, um, I guess the queen, right? With her, her headdress and everything. Like, I feel like that's like an iconic, like you see that and you're like, oh, yeah. That reminds me of like late nineties, early two thousands, just movie culture and shit. That was what's cool about Barbie, to be honest with you. A lot of people were in pink, the movie theater, girls dressing up. It's kind of 
Oh, it's going Ooh, crazy, but I, I see why. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. Especially, there's I like the people that are coming out on, like, oh, which we haven't touched on it, X, which is now Twitter. Yeah, I'm done. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted What's to throw that out there. So I don't fucking know. So I don't stupid. know. I did want to touch on that. I'm happy you brought it up. It makes me more mad than it yeah. should. Yeah. yeah. Same. It's just, what the fuck's the point? And I mean, by the way, it's not even the like it's it's an interim logo or name, so like it's going to change again. But it's not even innovative either. Like no, Elon not. Musk already has SpaceX, and it's the same fucking logo. Like it's so stupid. Uh, I, I miss like my I have Twitter open on my browser, and it's just an X, and it's just like I want the bird back. Give me the fucking bird back. I didn't look at my phone. Is it? It's changed phone? over. Now? I don't know if it's updated on the I don't app. I think yet. so. No, okay, it's not. Yet. You're right. Even just like browser wise, though. Yeah. 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 It's really annoying. But God, I don't know. I awful. forgot what I was going to say because it does bother me so much already. But threads, we don't. SSPT is not on threads yet, actually. I just realized that. It's true. That app sucks. <laughs> it's really bad I don't know if that's a big take and I know Steve likes it for whatever reason but I think that app is awful it's not great it's not great it's, it's got a lot of work to be done there's honestly nothing like Twitter and I think Elon Musk knows that yeah I mean even I was on I don't open threads anymore Um, but like a day ago like Obama just joined threads that just shows like if it was popping off <laughs> it would have been on there two weeks ago or whatever when everyone was joining it's like no even Obama was like, ah, I don't know. No, they had to wait for their security to like, whatever, do what they have to do. Although the, I don't know, we, I can't remember if we talked about this or not, but I didn't know that once you create a threads, if you delete it, it deletes your Instagram too. Yeah. Yeah. And Insane. that's why I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't know that do either. I didn't now, even... now forever going to have that stupid fucking thing on my Instagram bio where Hannah's like, what's this mean? And I'm like, oh, it's something that I wish I never did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, leave it up to Mark Zuckerberg to like tie your hands together like that. I mean, like, I get you want to try to create a competitor, but it's a copy and paste of Twitter from like 15 years ago. With nothing like MySpace, nothing, nothing's in order. Sense, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. They're just a bunch of nerds fighting. Let me code my own page. I just want that again. Give me MySpace. <laughs> like going to a restaurant. I want to cook the food. Right. <laughs> I just want somebody to guide me. Yeah. Could you imagine a world where MySpace is popular? Like, there's oh, so much access to like. Now. Yeah, there's so much access to like code. You can Google anything. Like, dude, MySpace would thrive right now. Is it still? It's still a thing. It's just for bands, right? I don't know. I haven't been on it in a while. Let's go on. I feel like they pivoted to being like a just a, a social network for like music they have a lot of cool features but like also pretty toxic your top eight friends that is true that is <laughs> yeah, i don't for, know if you get flying for cars all, just talking for to all same to five see. people being like ah sorry you're out it's like no. um you get a giant uh-oh if you go to myspace.com oh did they officially what? shut it down they're, 
Yeah, server response render. Yeah, it's done. So we need Microsoft. Oh, okay. We're before we wrap up here and pay attention. Well, oh, what do I know? Microsoft. I don't know if you guys saw this. Microsoft like uh, bought Activision Blizzard, and with that, they rebooted all the old Call of Duty servers. So if you're ever bored, all the old Call of Duties are back up and running. You could just play Smite with your boys. Play real games. Well, going on Call of Duty three right now. Playing War, the third like what was that? I think that was like thirty per thirty v thirty. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Good that's time. Fox 360 like connection too, where it's like kind of pretty slow and just also World War II games here. You just got like single shot rifles. Yep. Good times. All right. Good episode, boys. The people will be happy and proud. And this time next week, we'll have trade deadline reactions. And who else Can't knows? Who, know, who knows what else? Who's to say? True. Might have the Oppenheimer boy. Back Maybe. in the mix. <laughs> you never fucking know with that kid. But all right. <laughs> Talk to you next week. SSBT out. Later.